Hey everyone, Jen Amos here. And before we dive into today's conversation with uh, Nani and I, which is fun, it's always fun to just talk to Nani. I could just talk to her all day. <laughs> but anyway, before we get into this episode today, I have some exciting announcements in addition to the announcements that we are going to mention in this episode today. So real quickly, we do have a live event for the Filipino American Woman Project in partnership with our new private podcast show, Chismas with Jen and Nani, tomorrow, May 1st at 1230 p.m. Pacific time and 1230 and 3.30 p.m. Eastern time. We'll be having Lynn join us from the Filipino MomCast to do a live event on Facebook and YouTube. So we will talk more about it in the show. So pay close attention for that. And also check our newsletter that just came out. If you want to get more information and how to set that reminder on Facebook or YouTube to make sure that you participate with us live. And shortly after that, a couple hours after that, we have been invited to the Philippine X American Student Association, FASA for short, at the University of Nevada, Los Angeles, thanks to our good old friend Rain from episode 90, to speak. Nani and I are going to be joining to talk about, you know, panais and media, particularly in our space of podcasting. And so that is going to take place tomorrow as well. That's Saturday, May 1st, 3 p.m. Pacific time and 6 p.m. Eastern time. So if you are interested in attending the Philippine X American Student Association's PhilCon event, please check out the show notes of this episode to get that direct link. It is a unique URL. So go ahead and check that out in the show notes to sign up today and be a part of this amazing PhilCon. Now, I don't know about you, but I picked up a pandemic hobby <laughs> and you'll never guess. <laughs> I have decided to get into stand-up. And I think I am fortunate to not learn stand-up in the traditional way of doing it in person, because otherwise I hear that for a lot of stand-up comedians, it has been difficult for a lot of them to transition to this virtual space. But lucky me, I have been able to take some stand-up classes thanks to the Armed Services Arts Partnership, which is ASAP for short over here in Virginia. Um, I have been fortunate to be taking some classes. And now if you're looking for something fun and you want to see a different side of Jen. Check out my first stand-up performance on Friday, May 7th. That is going to be 5 p.m. Pacific time and 8 p.m. Eastern time. Again, I will provide the link below in the show notes for you to grab a seat and all donations go toward the Armed Services Arts Partnership, which their mission is to build communities for veterans and their families to thrive through the arts. And so if you are all about that, if you're all about supporting our veterans and military families to thrive through the arts, consider watching my stand-up performance. I'm going to be doing a show with my classmates from the comedy boot camp. We have been working really hard to come up with a set for the last six weeks or so. I didn't realize how hard it was to put together a five-minute set. Now I know. And now I appreciate comedians everywhere who are able to do it on stage and everything. But yes, feel free to come join if you're looking for a good laugh, even if it's to laugh at me. <laughs> Once again, that is Friday, May 7th, 5 p.m. Pacific time, 8 p.m. Eastern time. And again, I will provide that information in the show notes of this episode. All right. I think that is all the updates I have for now. You are all in for a treat for what's to come in our conversation today. So sit back, relax and enjoy. Enjoy. 
welcome to the Filipino American Woman Project, also known as TIFA Project for short, a podcast show that features stories and life lessons told by American women of Filipino descent. We're your co-hosts, Jen Amos. And I'm Nani Dominguez. And thank you for joining us. If today's conversation resonates with you, text us and let us know at 415-484-8329. And if you want to show us some love, buy us boba at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Jen and Nani. It says coffee, but we love boba. Again, that's www.buymeacoffee.com slash Jen and Nani. Awesome. With that said, thank you all for your love and support. Now let's get into the show. And welcome back to another episode of the Filipino American Woman Project, also known as Tifa Project for short. I am your co-host, Jen Amos. And as always, I have Nani Dominguez with me as well. Nani, welcome back. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. Yes. And we're excited because this is yet another episode where it's just Nani and I. And so, you know, since episode 100, we have been slowing down to focus on nurturing the relationships we've been able to build in the first 100 episodes and also, you know, kind of build our new show, Chismas with Jen and Nani. And I think it gives us more energy to really focus on the new relationships, Nani, because I know after this recording, we're going to be interviewing someone in the upcoming weeks that's going to be published. And so I'm curious, like, I know that you mentioned this, like, after we talked to Marianne in regards to kind of how nice it feels to let other people lead now, as opposed to us. So I want to get your general thoughts on what that experience has been like for you so far. Yeah. I mean, I loved that we launched with Marianne. And if you guys missed that, it may or may not still be available on our Facebook or our YouTube page publicly. And if not, then it's been archived for our Bias Boba members, which you can get access to on biasboba.com. But I really loved launching with her and looking forward to the next series of workshops that we're doing with the Filipino MomCast for our Christmas with Jen and Nani launch, because that's basically going to be how Christmas with Jen and Nani, this new podcast platform is going to be approached because we've already built this amazing community of Panais that are all doing such amazing things on their own. And the ladies of the Filipino mom cast are just a great example of that because it's three of them who we've all interviewed on Tifa already, who have gone on to create their own businesses individually, as well as start a project together, start a podcast together called again, the Filipino mom cast. So I just love the community building that's going on. And again, all of the people that we've interviewed in the last two years have just really been flourishing in their respective fields and the businesses that they have created for themselves. And we just want to take time to really highlight them and the work that they're doing and give them a chance to, you know, like dive into what they do more than just their personal stories and life lessons that they shared with us before to really kind of contribute to this idea that we keep promoting of building self-sustaining communities. I think that that's really what's at the heart of it is this network that we're building and this ability of codependency that we can have on each other instead of seeking it outside of our community. We really have a lot to offer each other here in the Philam community, Penai women in specific. So We just want to highlight that and continue again to build community with you guys and get you guys involved in all that the past guests that we've had on the TIFA project have to offer. Yeah. Well said, Nani, as always. 
I always just think in my head like, this is why Nani's my co-host because she's really good at articulating <laughs> things for me. It's like, I just prompt her and she just says it all for me. <laughs> so just as a recap to our listeners, the last live event Nani is talking about is called Celebrating Community and Dismantling the Crab Mentality with Marianne Clark from the Filipino MomCast. So I think it was actually very fitting to start with her because she was one of the first people I interviewed on the show before you came on, Nani. I think like right before you came on, actually. Yeah, literally the episode <laughs> before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, it was cool for her to come and, and feature her in the order that, you know, she came on our show. Now we have her be the first to do this live event. And the biggest thing I enjoyed about our conversation, Nani, is, well, one, kind of what you said offline afterward, I really just liked how we were allowing other women to lead and we were kind of just chiming in, right? Like I really liked being able to see what Marianne is up to, what she's capable of, what she's doing for her clients and her community yeah. and just be able to enjoy it and, and appreciate it and celebrate it with her. And then the second thing is in regards to celebrating community and dismantling the crab mentality, you know, what I liked about that is very often when we talk about the crab mentality, we talk about how other people are bringing us down. But Marianne talked about, well, how can you, what can you do to dismantle the crab mentality? Like it yeah. starts with your own inner work. And, you know, we were talking about this live in her workshop that like, that's really what we're about at the Tifa project is rather than looking to change other people, we almost want to look at other people as a mirror to us to see like, well, what, what is that telling me about myself and what can I do differently to prevent some something like that from happening again, or to handle it a lot better, should it come by again. And so that really stuck with me. Nani is just her whole conversation. It really, the majority of the workshop, which you all will have access to in the archives of Christmas with Jen and Nani, if you check it out at biasboba.com, that really resonated with me. Yeah, I agree. I think that it was really refreshing to have someone frame the crab mentality in that way. Cause I've heard other people talk about it and, you know, even blog posts that I've written about it that just kind of go over what the dynamic is between people or groups within the community. And I really love how Marianne took it back and like really made it about the heart of looking within, which is what we like to do here on the Tifa project, like you said, is be a mirror to the listener and, you know, for them to really look within themselves to see how they uphold the crab mentality or how they contribute to it. So I thought that was a really helpful way to just be introduced to the idea, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. For sure. So let's give a hint to the next event, which by the time this episode is published, and if you are listening to this the day it's published, this live event is coming out the next day. <laughs> so this will be coming out Saturday. If I look at my calendar, Saturday, May 1st, 12.30 p.m. Pacific time, 3.30 p.m. Eastern time. And this is actually by another one of the co-hosts of the Filipino MomCast, which is Lynn. Lynn has her events going to be called How to Handle Negative Self-Talk, Making an Acquaintance Instead of an Enemy. Just with that title alone, Nani, what do you think this workshop is going to be about? Yeah. So basically when we were brainstorming with Lynn, what we had talked about this workshop being was how to address that bitch in your head. You know, the one that's like your mom's voice maybe, or your dad's voice or your yeah. grandma or who, wherever it came from that just gives you that critical analysis on everything that you do and makes you, you know, either it causes self-loathing or maybe it causes you to be resentful towards those people who raised you and put those yeah. kind of voices or tendencies in your head. And just the little devil and angels on your shoulder that keep you stuck in the same feedback loops of 
activity and tendencies. So I'm really looking forward to what Lynn has to share. She has also been another one of our past Tifa guests that we interviewed sometime in the last two years. And she has gone on to create her own business coaching business called The Bold CEO. So if you guys haven't already checked her out, you can check her out on episode... <laughs> yeah. So if you guys want to hear about Lynn and her story before her live workshop tomorrow, so you got like 12 hours <laughs> to like <laughs> listen to this, but episode 78, which was released November 6, 2020. And it's titled, how else am I different from everybody embracing her uniqueness, mental health, and offering grace to others. Beautiful title, beautiful question to ask. And, you know, just really encourage all of you to take a listen. If you want to get to know a little bit about her background and a snapshot of her life at that time that she was recording with us was really not too long ago, actually. That was like five months ago, I think. But, you know, so much can happen in five months. Exactly. Even so, I mean, if you guys have the time to check it out before the event tomorrow with her, I would definitely encourage you to take a listen to that episode and just tune in tomorrow to see kind of the transformation that she's made since then and the gems that she'll have to share with us from her experience. Yeah. And you know, Nani, the thing that I appreciate about Marianne and Lynn and also an upcoming live event with Rowan, who created the five Pinoy love languages. So y'all in for a treat. But um, what I appreciate about all three of them is just how collaborative they are, how curious they are, how open they are to communicating with us. And part of why I say that is one of the big triggers in my life was kind of dealing with the quote unquote elderly, where I had to treat them a certain way just because they were older than me. And Mm -hmm. what I appreciate about these ladies is that not once have they made me feel less than, you know, not once have they made me feel like, because I'm younger, I have to respect you in a certain way. Like I still respect you, but not from a, you know, superior inferiority kind of position. And I just want to give them that shout out and let them know how much I appreciate them because yeah, that very much is still alive in in our community for whatever reason it is. Unfortunately, it doesn't work for me. I could only stand that kind of energy for so long. And so again, I just want to stress like, you know, part of why we're collaborating with them is because we share the same values in regards to community and collaborating with each other and uplifting one another. And it's just beautiful that these are all, they're all mothers, they're all working mothers and they're taking they're time to continue so relatable. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and they're still taking time to continue to serve and nurture our community. And, you know, these are the kind of moms I like to be around. <laughs> Absolutely. I think that not just in our community, but just older women are like that in general, you know, when they interact with younger women. And so I do also appreciate that they are able to share their wisdom with us and talk to us about their experience without it being like patronizing kind of. You know, I think that that's really also some of the feedback that we've received as of lately is like, oh, you guys should, I mean, someone in my family had said, you guys should interview like a wider spectrum of age range in your guests. And we're like, oh, well, we definitely have. It just happens to be since we opened the interview process to allow people to come to us instead of us poaching out people that um, the age range has kind of shrunk a little bit in its spectrum, but like answering the question as to why we haven't maybe like widen our range of ages in regard, like to have on the show. I mean, part of it is because like 
we have a long list of people we need to interview still, yeah. you know, like we, we have a good problem here. Like we have a waiting list y'all. Yeah. We really, we literally have a waiting list. Like I think we're set for the rest of the year, Nadi, and it's only April. Like that's, oh, yeah. that's how long our waiting list is at this point. Yeah. And if you're on that waiting list, just know we will get to you and we apologize <laughs> for the delay. Cause I think, you know, originally we thought that we would be pushing the interviews out faster. And now with this new platform that we've launched, we are kind of switching up our pace a little bit. And so please just give us grace, but we will get to you and you will be on the show. And yeah, again, it's nice to be reconnecting with the past guests on this new platform in a different kind of capacity, I guess, which highlights more of them and what they do and the wisdom that they have to share rather than us pulling, you know, the story, their life story out of them. And it's nice to kind of follow up after learning their life story on what they've now gone on to do with their lives. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, two things you said there. The first thing, if you're on the waiting list to get excited because like, this is a thriving show, you know, like Nani and I are, have been very consistent for almost two years now to the point where, yeah, we do have a waiting list. And so, you know, how great it will, will it be for you to be on, to be a part of an established show at this point. And, you know, Nani and I, just like what she mentioned, like, like we're getting busy. Like we're right now working on an academic paper, <laughs> BT dubs. And so that's been taking a lot of our time as well. And actually while we're at it, I, I want to share this announcement with our listeners. So we got the email at the time of this recording, it was April 24th at the time of this recording, but yesterday we got the email notification from the Belosan research conference committee that our proposal, and I'll give the title of our paper in a minute here has been accepted for the 2021 Belosan Philippine X studies, virtual research conference. Yeah. Um, yeah. We are really excited about this. We have to give a special shout out to Stacy for making us aware of this, for um, having us push ourselves out of our own comfort zone to write an academic paper, because <laughs> first and foremost, I graduated college a decade ago and yeah. I, I totally brought me back to the time that I just didn't want to write papers. And then Nani, I know that you wanted to challenge yourself as a writer and it would, but it was a lot though. <laughs> like I, I think, yes. you so tell us about your experience and kind of how much of a relief it feels to know that our proposal has been accepted. Yeah. I mean, academic writing is definitely (laughs) different than any of the experience that I've had in writing. I didn't go to traditional college, so I didn't do the whole like thesis and MLA format. I mean, I've definitely written essays in MLA format, but that again was like (laughs) over a decade ago. So (laughs) it was definitely interesting to revisit that kind of writing. And it was nice to kind of test my skill set and expand my palette a little bit in, um, in what I'm able to do, I guess, because with my blogging, which is the only real writing besides doing the newsletter and the show notes and the titles and all of that for this podcast that I've done lately, it's really just like a free form. You know, my blogs are really just like journal entries that I've gone back and edited like, you know, two or three more times. And so to write for a submission, an academic submission that's now going to be used in a conference and whatever we decide to do with it after that was, it was definitely challenging, uh, (laughs) but I really enjoyed doing it at the same time. I don't think that I'm like one of the reasons why I never went to or followed through with real college was that I just don't thrive in that kind of environment. You know, I just don't thrive in that really rigid, like deadline driven 
kind of atmosphere. It, it stresses me out more than it, it excites me, yeah. but I'm glad to have that part over with. And I'm glad, very grateful to Stacy for introducing yeah. us to the idea, pushing us outside of our comfort zone and then helping us with things like the formatting so that it was, you know, appropriate for what we were doing. And it just feels really relieving to have been accepted and now be on our way to be presenting it essentially at this conference in May. So yeah. please make sure you attend that because we worked very hard. <laughs> yeah, so we worked like no joke, especially Nani. Nani, this is like her full-time job for a couple of weeks. Okay. Yeah. Like, I have to give like all the credit to Nani. I was just kind of like, what do you need? I'll do an auto recording and then give you, and then you can paraphrase it. And but I mean, just you know, I think I think to everyone's credit, like I loved how Stacy provided her academic background and experience to really format this in a way that is accepted, you know, in the yes. academic space. And then I, I just appreciate your love for writing and, and your willingness to want to challenge yourself, like you said, to expand your palette. And then, you know, I'd like to believe I just provided the history of starting the whole project, you know, and yeah. everything that came with it. And I'm grateful. And so to our listeners, if you want to, again, so this conference is coming up, save the date Friday, May 28th, from one o'clock to 5.30 p.m. And then Saturday, May 29th from one to 6 p.m. And this is all Pacific time, all in the West Coast. So of course, to the East Coasters, it's gonna be a little late, but that's okay. We're not doing anything at night anyway, at least not me. And you can actually get this. We'll, we'll provide this in an upcoming newsletter on how you can get your free admission. You just have to sign up for it and share why Philippine X studies is important to you. And I really wanna share the name of our paper because again, this was a collective effort from not just Nani, Stacy, and myself, but we even even reached out to some of our listeners and asked for their testimonials and their feedback that we've actually incorporated in the paper. So here's the name of the paper. It's titled Panay Podcasters, Building a Self-Sustaining Community Through Storytelling, Collective Healing and Learning and Collaboration. And Nani, I just, I just feel so proud of us. You know, I'm very proud of just what like I didn't, you know, when I go back to the early stages back in December, 2016 of starting the project, I literally didn't know it would turn out this way almost five yeah. years later. And I'm just grateful. I'm grateful that, you know, it's really arrived to this place where we want to be self-sustaining. Like we know that we are enough. We know that we have skill sets. We know that we have resources that we can share with one another. And yeah. now, at least on our podcast show, we're trying to cultivate that and encourage that, you know, for generations to come, because as long as Nani and I can talk and be on a microphone, I think we're going to do this for a very long time. <laughs> yeah, we'll be here. And another, yeah. just the last thing that I want to say is that it's not just a paper, you know, I, some people might be like, oh, a 35 page paper, like hell no, I don't want to read that. But <laughs> this is more of like, think of it more of like an ebook or some kind of just written resource. That's really just a culmination of everything that we've done, talked about and impacted through this project. Yeah. So again, it incorporates not only like thoughts and transformations of me and Jen as co-hosts, as individuals, as professionals, but also includes testimonials from some of our listeners that reach out to us really often and yeah. have shared some of the deep ways that this show has impacted them and inspired them to make change in their own lives as well. Yeah. And really just all to exemplify how we've been able to use this project as a way to carve space for our community that otherwise just wouldn't exist. So I hope that I'm articulating the like significance of this project, but also there's no way to really 
let it all sink in than to read it for yourself. So <laughs> right, that's right. And once we have it done, we have some future plans of making it available for everyone. So we also had reached out to women of color podcasters and other podcasters in the Asian community. And so to get their feedback, like all of them were like, oh, wow, like, will this paper be available? We're like, uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, like we need more of this out there because we want you all to understand that, like, um, at least in the podcasting space, there's really no gatekeeper to get started. So if you're looking for a place to exercise your voice, podcasting is a great way to get started and you could actually get started for free. You could actually get started today. There's just a ton of resources to do that. And this paper is really a lot about that and understanding that, yes, we have glass ceilings and other spaces. There's some spaces where it's really difficult to pull up our own chair at the table, but in a place like podcasting, literally anyone can get started and it takes a community to encourage each other to do it consistently and to really kind of solidify like your spot in this kind of space. Because I know that, you know, not and I talk a lot about like, are we considered professionals if we never really worked in the traditional space and in these types of things? And we said, yeah, we can, because we have a following, we have a community, people that want to hear from us, you know? So anyway, all really exciting. So be on the lookout for that. You'll get more updates in the newsletter. And last but not least, Nani, before we wrap up here, I do want to make sure that we give a shout out to two of the new people who have supported us on biasboba.com. And so once again, if you miss out on our live events and you want to get the archive of all the past events we've had, also additional you know, content material for our show, check out biasboba.com and choose to become a member, maybe even just support us one time, totally up to you. You have that option on there. But for the people who recently supported us, let me start with Elisa. So I want to give a shout out to Elisa. Her Instagram handle is Elisa Coaching, and she is an RN and a coach, and she helps Philippine X and women of color reclaim body sovereignty beyond their appearance so they can glow with confidence. So Elisa left us a comment on biasboba.com saying, love you both. And Tifa, thank you for creating the space for Philippine X belonging. Elisa, we love you. Thank you for your support. Yes, Elisa, thank you so much. And Elisa is actually one of the people that we have interviewed on Tifa back on February 8th of last year, 2020. She shared a lot about her experience in the medical field, nursing, addressing binge eating and mindfulness, which I thought was just such a cool niche to be diving into and something that I think a lot of opinize in our community could benefit from hearing. And so if you guys haven't already, check out her episode. That is episode 46 on tifaproject.com. And there you can find her contact info to go look her up on Instagram or Twitter or wherever she is so that you can learn more about um, mindful eating and just a lot of good information to soak in about body image as a Pinai. So I thought that was also just such a cool thing to talk to her about. And I'm excited to connect with her again in the future. So thank you for your support and <laughs> you'll be hearing from us soon. We love yes. you. <laughs> yeah, who knows? You might be one of our next live event people. And I want to just publicly apologize if I'm pronouncing your name wrong. I know someone named Alisa, and I know that sometimes Alyssa is pronounced Alyssa. So please forgive us if we mispronounce <laughs> your name. I know it's been a couple episodes since we spoke to you, but at least people can look you up and and and, be, and you can correct them there and publicly apologize. I feel like I've just been dealing with so many different name pronunciations nowadays that for I can't sure. keep track of it all. So I hope that you'll give us that extra grace for, you know, m maybe possibly mispronouncing your name, but also giving you a shout out. So you're welcome. <laughs> 
<laughs> and, and last one before we get going, because Cynthia is in the waiting room. So last person we want to give a shout out to is Maria. Maria also supported us on biasboba.com. Thank you so much, Maria. And Maria has been listening to the podcast since 2019. And she says that she especially loves the episodes with our relatives. Keep up the good work. Maria, thank you for that. <laughs> yes, yeah, shout out to you for being one of our day ones. <laughs> we love you. We should you. have like we a hashtag day ones. You. For sure, for sure. Yeah, well, thank you so much. And I think we'll just wrap it up here, Nani. Other than that, we just, we love you all. We want to thank you all. And we can't wait. Remember tomorrow we are featuring Lynn. Lynn from the Filipino MomCast. Her live workshop is called How to Handle Negative Self-Talk, Making an Acquaintance Instead of an Enemy. So that's it. We're done. So Nani, thanks. Yes. <laughs> and to our listeners, we'll chat with you again soon. We love you. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. <laughs>